My father was a tolerant man. He forgave others their shortcomings, showed respect where it was due, and was kind to friends and strangers alike. But the thing he never tolerated was profanity of any kind, especially on his property. "'John!' my father yelled. "'What's the matter with you? Is that all the better I raised you, boy?' John looked down at his feet. "'No, sir. I'm sorry. It just sort of slipped out.' Profanity don't slip out, son. It's got to be on your mind. He pointed his finger at him. Most people wear it like a suit of clothes. I'll tell you this, I will not abide it in my house. You hear me? Yes, sir. My father's face was red with anger. I had the impression there was more he wanted to say, but if so, he kept it to himself. When he spoke again, his voice was softer, but not by much. Fetch that hammer so we can finish up. There'll be extra chores for you tonight. Yes, sir. John moved carefully down the far side of the roof while my father and I waited atop the peak. When he'd used up all his rope, he was still about two feet shy of where the hammer lay. I can't reach it. I'm out of rope. My father frowned, craned his neck out to see how far John was from the hammer, then looked back at the chimney. He shook his head, and I could see he was still mad about John's use of profanity. He looked back at my brother. Sit still for a minute. You can't reach it because you tied your rope too short. My father moved closer to the chimney, then looked down at John. Crawl back up a little and give me some slack. I'll retie your rope so you can reach it. But John didn't crawl. He instead stood upright and moved closer to the peak. When my father saw the rope slacken, he untied the knot and began to let the line out. Just as he did, John lost his footing and slipped. He yelled out in surprise, and I did too. My father tried to grab the rope, but he reached out with his left hand, the one with only three fingers, and the rope slid right through his grip. John went headfirst over the edge of the roof, and I heard a terrible crunch as he hit the ground, like the sound a watermelon would make if you dropped it on the pavement. My father beat me to the ladder, but not by much. Looking back, it's a wonder both of us didn't fall off the roof that morning as well. I'll tell you this story, but I'll also tell you this. I don't believe there are adequate words to describe the sounds that emanated from my father's mouth as he rushed down the ladder and raced around to the opposite side of the house. I was right behind him, and as we turned the final corner to where John lay, my father stopped so abruptly in his tracks that I ran into him and knocked us both to the ground. John lay right in front of us on his back, his limbs at unnatural angles.